Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. My mom always told me I was a glutton for punishment. I was a DVSA advocate here in Portland, Oregon. I consider myself an empath, a healer. However, I have no idea how to get rid of all that bad negative energy. Well, I'm sure it's not hard to figure out what happened. Let's just say I got very ill and quit without having oh, anything in mind. I can't. How many do of it. us does that happen to? Yeah, <laughs> all of us. I'm lucky I still have enough wits about me to brush my teeth and wipe my ass. JK. Girl. I'm doing really person. Mm-hmm. I'm doing really well now and have been on a great spiritual path of learning. Tarot is especially helpful. I'm just drawn to it. Yeah. Uh, I bought the writer weight for myself. Guess I'm cursed. I would have never <laughs> I would have never got to learning by waiting for someone to give me a set. I'm glad I did. And okay, I'm glad well, I got this deck so first. I'm glad I'm not on witch talk. I would have I a fucking heart attack. No problem. Yeah. It's for Jesus me Christ. and my learning as well for me. When someone gifts me one, I'll use that for reading. By the time that happens, I should be decent at reading. I mentioned Melissa and Jamie, so I don't want to leave out Hillary. Aww. You all bring out so much to the quote unquote kitchen table, and I love it. So thank you. I hope Aww. I haven't blathered too much. As I said, I would write an email. Thanks. Once I was caught up a podcast to let you all know, I really appreciate your honesty and your abilities. Oh, God bless truly. her. Them. Who is this? Who are we talking to? This is. Uh, Can we do first name, last initial? Uh, is that yeah? First name, last initial is Donna B. Well, so thank you, Donna B. In, here in Portland. So I am so glad you wrote that letter. It makes me really proud. So here's here's my theory. <laughs> I think that the three of us are the good little fairies from Sleeping Beauty and Disney. Okay, so I'm the blue <laughs> one clearly because she's got a fat ass <laughs> and a big mouth, and I have both of those, and she has a little bit of a temper. So you guys have to decide who's, um, is it Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether? So I'm Meriwether. You guys have to decide who's Flora and who's Fauna. I would guess that Flora would be Hillary because she's wearing flowers right now and also is um, on the path to Bridget, who is a very flowery, springy kind of goddess. Mm. And then I see Fauna is like the Pacific Northwest and all of those great trees and camping for some fucking reason, you know, might be our little jamers here. So just I'll take it. Just I'll take it around whoever, in my brain. whoever it is that argues with Meriwether about make it blue, make it pink. Make it blue. Make it yeah, pink. That's that's Flora. Nailed it. It's okay. like I'm psychic, folks. Listen, today we're gonna talk about something that was really nicely mentioned for us in this letter that we got. Also, always send us emails because Jamie reads them to us. And I love hearing Jamie speak. So anytime she gets to read me a story, even if it's one you wrote, is a good day for me. So We got this letter saying, thank you for all that you do. And this poor crash and burn story that happens so often, you get your cards, you don't know how to use them. You don't know how to hold space for yourself as an empath and as a tarot reader, and then you crash and burn and it's hard. And then you don't fucking do the cards anymore because they're stupid. And then you got that headache and it was dumb and the readings don't work anyway. And they're stupid and fuck them. Is that about right? Is that yes. the journey? I know. Yeah. 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 Or you set it aside. You wait for like 10 years. Seven years. And then you come back to it. You put it in a drawer. It's either either or or both. You either give yourself or somebody else a reading that freaks you the fuck out. Yep. 
And yep. you're just like, I don't want to play anymore. Yep. And you put those damn devil cards away in a drawer. Fucking devil's and- <laughs> Uno, man. I'm not devil, doing it the ever devil's again. Uno. It's the devil's Uno. You know, under it's a lockbox with chains around it or whatever. Put salt in it. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's put my holy water. Yep. So you do that. You have that reading that freaks you out. And I don't want to play no more. Right. Or you have, or you become so burned out that you feel like, this isn't working anymore. This is dumb. This is stupid. Right. I'm burnt out. My cards don't work anymore. And you put it away for that reason. Everybody's so I done. feel like I I'm feel like kick rocks. Yeah, I feel like each of us have had both. Like oh, yeah. Both. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I mean, I'll go first. Since well, I'm hey, like, well, I was oh, going to I'm, I'm, I'm kind of right in the middle of that anyway, right now with oh, the pandemic and everything. On, girl. Oh, just, good. Just right now. I'm just, I'll sit here and look cute. You'll hold space, which I'm going to hold th- space okay. for your bravery. Here's so, so I'm going to say the definition for yes. uh, of this article that I pulled up because sometimes it's like a friend of mine didn't even know what holding space meant. So yeah. not everybody knows what we're going to mean by holding You're so space. Smart. Thank you, Jamie. So, You're so one definition fine. of it is to be present with someone without judgment. It's just like you sitting and listening. And for all of us fire signs, we bite our tongues and we don't so say hard. anything. We it bite them so hard. Fucking hard. But we accept them. We accept what they're saying as a truth, no matter where or what is going on or no whatever. Matter can, what. Yeah. What you have. And you just as I interrupt you. Jamie to say, no matter what, if they're talking, <laughs> yeah. you just listen and you don't say anything. You just let them to write, Jamie. You yep. just let them. Yeah. You don't want to oh, interrupt yeah. anybody. You nope, want to no, talk to them. No, 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 no. No, no, no never. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, you just want to go ahead. Give them the emotional and, and and conversational space to say what they need to and also to cry, which is something that freaked me the fuck out when I started doing readings. And now I am so sorry to say, but I don't know one tarot reader who doesn't get a secret thrill every time they make someone cry with a tarot reading because you're like, nailed it. And it sucks and it's kind of cruel, but it, it, we're not glad that you're crying or that we made you cry. We're glad that we connected with you on such a heavy level that you heard us. And it's kind of like, um, what do they say that, that kind of like, um, gallows humor, you know, like when you deal with really heavy subject matter in life or your job or whatever, you tell really off color jokes. I think that's the tarot mm-hmm. workers gallows humor joke is, ha I did a party tonight and nine people cried and we fucking high five each other, man. We're like, you fucking nailed it. You connected yep. with that person. Yep, Either that, that or how many right. times we get the, you know, like the negative cards, like. Hey, death showed up, you know, a few people, you know, or, you know, the tower showed up, et cetera. Yeah. 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 It's like sure. burn it, burn it down, break it open so it can get rebuilt. You know, yeah, that's kind enough. of what we do. So, yeah, exactly. And I think that one of the things about holding space, right, being responsible mm-hmm. is not doing what I constantly do and trying to think of what you're going to say next while the other person's talking. As a terror reader, I don't do that professionally. Like professionally, when I'm on the phone with you, I'm not thinking about what the cards might say for you. I'm listening to what you have to say. I am present in my body. I am here. I am like, my guys are all lined up doing like getting fucking coffee or whatever they do when I'm on the phone with somebody. And I am present with you. But when I'm in a conversation with you, you know what? I am like wondering what I'm going to say next or remember this meme I have to text somebody or wondering if the cats ate yet or if I double fed them again. Like I have a thousand different things going on the side of my brain and that's not a good listener. And that's not somebody who is in fact holding space. That's our line for today. That's our magic word. 
magic words. Ding. I know I can count. Yeah, I want to circle back to what Jamie up, was Hillary. saying. <laughs> okay. Not holding. This is an example of not holding space for somebody. Do, do, um, a, do what Jamie do and Hillary are doing, doing and doing not it. Melissa. You know, oh my God. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm I could mute you, you right guys now. will be gallant and that'll be fine. I know my role. I know my no, job. But I'm, I, I mean, I think Jamie had thoughts before. Um, so definition, right? You yes. gave the defini- de- definition. But yes. um, we were talking a little bit about, you know, freaking people out or yep. freaking yourself out or yep. being burnt out. And so, Jamie, mm-hmm. I think you were saying something about like, I'm kind of there right now yes. in the pandemic. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So I am. I've. <laughs> 2021, I decided that this is going to be the year I kind of take off things because I am burnt out. Mm-hmm. I, I I released my book in 2019. 2020 was going to be going to be me going to one city every month in a different state or even up in Canada to promote me. And then, of course, the pandemic hit. And I've had a hard time with this pe- this pivot, this transition. I'm still kind of having a hard time, even though I know 2021, I've released some items out, um, three different decks, one of them with a Chinese publisher. You know, it's, I feel like I'm not doing anything. So mm-hmm. for me right now, as a tarot reader, who's not really doing a lot of readings or writings or stuff, it's kind of hard. I mean, I, I have been holding space with my friends. I've been listening mm-hmm. to them, helping them out as needed. Amazing. You've been taking care of your partner. Yeah. And you yeah, and taking care of my partner, uh, my wife, through all the stuff she's been dealing with. Yeah. But when you are in this kind of this burnout phase, yeah, this is a perfect time for you to kind of go within. But it's also a perfect time to ask people to hold space for you so that you can get your tears out, your frustrations out, your comparisons to others out, because we all do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm I've known Melissa Sonova, you know. I mean, oh my God, have you seen the stuff the way she Shut writes? Up. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, no. We do it, we do it to each other yeah, and we, we, do. we compare well, listen, we, definitely. Let, let's so. hear from Melissa Sonova for a second. Uh in 2019, she wrote two books and worked 40 hours a week at her job. In the last two years, she hasn't written a goddamn thing because she had a mental breakdown and then her heart went bluey. So Melissa Sonova hasn't done anything except for keep herself, her body, and her family together. Now I'm feeling better and I'm getting more shit done, but even somebody who looks great on the outside, man, we're just keeping mm-hmm. shit together. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody needs to cut themselves some breaks because if all we do through this pandemic is live through it, congratulations. That's enough. That's yeah. enough. Win. It really yeah. is. Fucking win. Do you know how many people have been lost? Like it's, it's staggering. I can't even look at the number anymore because it makes me want to vomit. So if you're holding yourself up to some kind of fucked up standard about what normal is, there's no normal right now. This is not normal. We're not meant to function under these conditions. We're not meant to be afraid of everybody that we love all of the time. We're not meant to be terrified about people across the world who are getting fucking bombed. You know, we're not meant to do all of this at the same time. We're not built for it. Our psyches, our emotions, they're not prepared. So if you get through this year and all you've accomplished is staying alive, I'm so proud of you. Mm. And I'm proud of me too, because the fact that my family is still great and I managed to keep myself alive and not lose it, that's pretty awesome. I'm calling that a fucking hat trick for the last two years. So the last two years, my job has been self-sufficiency and self-protection. And 
that's what it's going to continue to be. So if I don't write anything this year, I guess I'll try the next year because I'm not done writing. I'm just in the middle of a goddamn pandemic and I need to hold space for Mm -hmm. myself so that I don't hold myself up against impossible standards and beat myself up daily for not hitting Mm -hmm. what is impossible. Right. Because I don't like, I I don't like getting smacked around by myself. It's not, it's not fun or effective. I was just listening to a podcast where they had Seth Godin featured, Mm -hmm. um, who just were, I think I am catching up late to this, but he released a book, I think in like November, um, which is called the practice. And like, one of the things that he said in it was, you know, like, you get to choose, you get to choose what your baseline is. You know, if you're talking about you're a writer, then you follow that action or whatever. But that doesn't mean that you have to write 750 words every single day Mm -hmm. to call yourself a writer. Some days will be a trickle. Some days will be a fountain, but you're still going to be doing it as long as you still do it, you know, like, so it's just like, it's, it's kind of, holding space for yourself, not necessarily is just being silent with yourself, but it's also readjusting and really looking at what your standards are and what your obligations to yourself really are. And I'd really like to paraphrase Hillary for a second, because I need to make sure that you guys actually hear us when we say this. Okay. Jamie's touched on it. Hillary, you just said it beautifully, but I'm going to say something. and I want you to fucking listen to me. You're still a writer. If you don't write, you're still a terror reader. If you don't read, you still are, mm-hmm. right? You're still a friend if you can't say hi every day. You're still beloved if you haven't seen that person. You still are all of the things that we're not getting right now. You still are. Doing it or not doing it doesn't define you. Deciding that you are it is what makes you it, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So if you decide that you're a terror reader, well, God damn it, you're a terror reader. You can tell them Sonova said so, all right? Yeah. Oh, I only touch my cards once every six months. Yeah, well, Sonova said I was a reader, so fuck off. That's how that goes. Mm-hmm. I think I also think I have a little here. froggy mug today. Zoe, let me borrow her frog mug. So. That's awesome. Aww, super cute. So what I love here is that we've got two different um, ways for you as a reader to kind of hold space, to really sit and just be present for someone. One is holding space for yourself, which is something obviously I'm not very good at yet because I have to have Melissa and Hillary and a lot of others remind me what I do and what I haven't done. and how much rest we currently need in this pandemic. The other one- That's what we get paid for. That's our job. We don't mind. That's why we make the big bucks. The other one is about how you as a reader can hold space for your clients or friends or others when they come to you. And that's when you kind of switch from a friend mode into the, like the deep listener, the one that's not, that's not going to judge. Yep. That um, you make the room for them to get their story, you know, or to cry out where- Mm -hmm. If, if your friend's hurting, let them cry until they're done. Then hand them a tissue and say, hey, are you ready for this reading? Or if it's during the reading, that could even be part of the reading. As Melissa, mm-hmm. Hillary, and I have all touched in episodes past, sometimes a reading might be one card because they just yep. need to say their story. I had and, a reading, and I don't want to say when, but it feels really relevant right now. It was recently. And I'm, I'm feeling comfortable sharing this um, because uh, I think that this person would be awfully proud of themselves. So, but I'm not going to say who it is. So I read for this person and I'd read for them in the past and they were in a really dark, 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 dark place. And I was super worried and I made them, 
scheduled with a counselor. And I also made them text me the name of that counselor. And I told them if they didn't follow through, I was going to call the cops on them, not the cops, but like social Mm -hmm. services in their area and do a wellness check on them and make sure they were okay. That's how worried I was as a total stranger for one of my clients. So they called me and they got a reading today. Another day. You don't know when we recorded this. Fuck you. Everything's anonymous. Anyway, so they called and they got a reading from me. And all I did was look at the cards and said, hey, thanks for staying with us. It's been over a year since I talked to you and the whole world has changed because you're still in it. Mm. And every decision that you make is going to make the world a better place from here out because you get to be happy. Congratulations. You made it on the other side. You're on the other side and you get to be happy and you get to do what you want. You get to be loved and supported. You get to feel good. You get to smile and you get to stop being scared. Those are all the things that you get today. And then they cried and then I cried. And then they said, they talked to me next year, same time. Mm. And we're just going to check in and see if there's anything we need to look, look forward at. Because now, instead of reacting to life all the time, they got to the other side and now they can plan for things mm. because they're stable, because they're ready, because it's not emergency after emergency, because they're not afraid all the time. And they're leading with love instead of fear, which is fucking hard, but worth it. Right. You're so I got to talk to right them now. today. <laughs> no. I got to talk to them today. And I got to hold space for them. I love that. And I got to tell them how proud I was of them. And I got to tell them all of the wonderful ways that they make an impact in this world, even though they think they're small. Hmm. So as tarot readers, one of our holy sacred responsibilities is to hold space for our clients. You don't know how to do this instinctually. Practice on yourself. Mm-hmm. Practice with your friends. Sit quietly. Stop thinking so fucking loud and listen. Hmm. There's a really, really great book by my friend, Christine Roselle. Um, she wrote a book about uh, the, caring, the care and keeping of your empath. Let me look it up real quick. That sounds um, about right, though. Yeah, but it's basically a manual. And I'm going to write about it um, in my blog, I think, next month. Because I'm starting to feel better. Um, I'm going to start blogging again. Um, but it's called The Happy Empath. And it's available on Amazon. Um, it's a really great book for you folks, young or old, it doesn't matter how old, if you don't know how to deal with your emotional or empathic flares, like, you know, sopping up other people's emotions, like a fucking sponge or solar, like, it's like a solar flare. Yeah, it really (laughs) is. It's called the happy empath and it's on and Jamie, I'll send you the link so you can put it in the thing. Perfect. Thank you. Um, but, uh, and she just is, has come out with a journal called the 52 week inspirational journal. And it's basically about how to protect yourself as an empath. Mm. So I think it's an invaluable tool for us. And she's also a friend of mine. So meep, meep, meep. yay. All right. That's the only air horn I'm going to do. I swear to God. I swear <laughs> well, to God. We, we, we've, we've, we've listened to your feedback, listeners. We've listened. Oh my God. And we have taken the air horn <laughs> away from so Melissa. Much. We have taken you it love away. It. You fucking know it. You love me. <laughs> All right. I was just going to say, right. I mean, this is important stuff right now, you know? Yeah. This, and I'm going to, I'm going to be buying this 52 week inspirational journal because again, we're in this, as we're going through this impact, um, this pandemic and us empaths are feeling the brunt right now. We're getting duped. We're getting duped out, man. It's overwhelming. Just existing. 
um, holding space and allowing people to feel their feelings. It's such a, um, I mean, we're, we're talking about this as tarot readers, but um, it's also very important in magical circles as well, because I am studying to be a priestess. I have run public rituals before and helped to assist run public rituals before. And sometimes people have an, uh, a real reaction to mm-hmm. the ritual or the topic of the ritual that we're doing and they feel overwhelmed. And so we've been trained to look for that, but also to hold space and yes. not interrupt that and just kind of give a touch on the shoulder and be like, are you okay? Like I'm here, you know, like wave wave out like you know it's it's okay to have that reaction and sometimes we provide cr- uh grounding and sometimes we just let them have the experience mm-hmm. because that means it's working yeah. you know like what we were talking about at the top of the episode the, the whole like hey we did our jobs because i got nine people to cry like it, it is a sign that it's working so let mm-hmm. it work uh, like allow that to happen without um, interrupting or problem solving, which I know that tarot readers want to do a lot what? because it's just like, yeah. that's why you're coming to us, right? You you want us to solve your problems for you? No uh, problem. No. I can ignore my problems <laughs> if I focus on yours. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. a fucking <laughs> ding, rookie ding, mistake. Ding. <laughs> I did it. I know y'all motherfuckers did it. It's a rookie yep. mistake. Yeah. I can ignore my shit if, if I worry about your shit. Like we all do it. And it takes us a while before we recognize that we do it. And I also want to say, because I just realized that I am not, I have not been wholly present when I gave readings before, because as a person, I'm just learning in the last few years how to really listen. Now you notice, I'm not saying this in an apologetic way. I'm not apologizing to my previous clients for not being as present during their readings as I am now. I'm not apologizing for not knowing better. Because I thought I was doing a great job. And when we think we're doing great, we don't question it. But I only recently learned how to turn my ears on, so to speak, and be 100% present. So that's not something you ever have to apologize for, kids. Seriously. If you just learned a new person skill, congratulations, you've leveled up. But we don't beat ourselves up for being at level one at some point. So I've been on this earth for 46 years. And I've been a terror reader for 33 of them. So I'm a level 46 human and a level 33 terror reader. If your level numbers are different, you're going to have different experiences. That's just Precisely. it. So you don't have to feel bad about not having these skills. This is why we're teaching. This is what we do. We teach you our fuck ups so you don't have to repeat them. <laughs> this is, or I'd like to introduce you to in my entire nice- books, right? <laughs> Every book I've ever written. Here are my fuck ups. Please don't repeat them. Mazel tov. You're or welcome. repeat them in a different way that's completely unique to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I made her snarf. Yeah. <laughs> you know how a guy at Coke Shields in your nose? Not great. It doesn't feel great, Hillary. Well, I'm holding, I'm holding space cleaning. for you. <laughs> I want to make sure that we talk about a resource since we talked about suicide. In this podcast, um, the Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255. It's um, available in lots of languages, 24 hours a day. Always, There's always somebody listening, you guys. There's always somebody listening. You know, the internet is an amazing thing and it can save lives. So um, yeah, stick around because, you know, the world is a little bit better with everybody in it. So um, are we calling it? Do we have more stuff? I don't know. I'm how sure long I can that? think. I'm, I'm sure I can think of something to add. I know, but, Hillary, yeah, there's you always gonna... more we can add. You're hitting gold. <laughs> You're gold. But do we want to keep it in our cars for that one? 
This is excruciating to listen to, by the way. I can just imagine someone's listening to the podcast. And they're like, do I turn the radio off? Can I get out of my car yet? Can I? Jesus Christ, I'm still talking. Hold on. No, I got to go in a meeting. Uh, oh, I, uh, I would have to say, I think. I think we should, <laughs> sorry, that was Jesus. Go, go, Jamie. We're going to wrap this up. I think that learning how to hold space for yourself and others is huge, especially right now. And cultivate compassion. Mm. You know, take be easy on yourself today and every day. Know that you're doing the best at the energy level you're given, depending on where you live, what weather circumstances or anything. And yeah, we are here. We are right there with you. We are yeah. pulling our hair we're out. We're in the shit, guys. We're all so in this together. We're, we're all in the same ocean in different boats. And I know that for a lot of you right now, the happy empath sounds like a fucking oxymoron. Okay. <laughs> but that's because none of us were ever taught how to be a happy, healthy empath. Okay. So I want you to consider the title of this book. I think we should name the episode happy empath with a question mark, because oftentimes people go, Oh, you're an empath. Ooh, I'm so sorry because they know. So let's start being happy empaths, period. I'm not going to say exclamation points because I'm not fucking stupid, but period, I think is great. You can be a happy <laughs> empath. It's possible. Mm-hmm. You just got to practice. All right. We done? Mm-hmm. We out. We out. <laughs> See you next time, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.